Welcome back to the Tap Room Exclusive. I'm Dean Zarball. I'm here with Dan Joswick at uh, Saucy Brew Works here in Cleveland. We have moved on to the IPA ASAP. Uh, really nice uh, IPA. You guys can this. This is available in six packs uh, year-round. Is, is that right? Correct. Yep. And uh, one of those ones that really sticks out. It's got a big truck on the on the uh, logo. What do you know? Like how the the truck came about as as far as that goes? Yeah, I mean, there, there's a, a pretty decent amount of hops added to it. You know, you look on the back of the truck, and it's a giant hop. So, okay. You know, nice. giant giant uh, truckload of hops to your face. That's awesome. I because I I've always I've always wanted. I see the truck, and I didn't I didn't put two and two together with the hops on the back. I just didn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I wasn't paying close enough attention. But I like that kind of detail in 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 your can design. Uh, this is a really nice IPA. Bright, um, a lot of citrus notes. Tell the people a little bit about this. The was this one of the original ones when you guys opened? Was this an original brew? Uh, it is an original beer, but uh, we have made some tweaks along the way. Okay, um, so it's evolved. It has evolved, yeah. Uh, different. Yeah, the hop profiles changed quite a bit. Uh, the color has lightened up significantly. Um, you know, it was the first first rounds of it were um, more of like an English style. You know, okay. so it was a little darker in a little, color, more like an amber type, like a uh, copper or ESB kind okay. of thing. Yeah, gotcha. you know. Um, in that vein, a little, yeah. little more lingering bitterness than, than normal. But um, as we progressed, we kind of fig- you know realized people are looking for something lighter and uh, less of a bitter, like less of a bite to it than than historically. You know, uh, it's kind of a, the changing American palate on IPAs. You know, yeah, it's uh, of it's a big style right now. It's a huge popular style, and there's there's it's a huge spectrum uh, that you can fit into. Sure. sure. Uh, we were talking a little bit off air uh, before we were going uh, talking about, you know, giving beer a chance that you may not necessarily like the style, but give it a chance because you never quite know. Everything's so different. Um, I feel like this is one I could give to somebody who says they don't like IPAs and that they would like this. Right. I mean, you know, you put it, kind of in that class with um like a two-hearted where it's it's got a, a nice balance to it you know it's not a, just a bitter beer face kind of a beer and and that's just kind of been the way that everybody has been shifting with their ipas these days you know they want something that they can drink a six-pack of and they're not you know, you know crushing their palate and their tongue and you know just can't taste anything else after that so right you know they <clears throat> there's, uh, you know, there's a certain part of the market that really likes those uh, those kinds of beers, and then there's a, you know, there's everybody else, <laughs> and right. you know, I like those kinds of beers too. Don't get me wrong; I have nothing against them, but you know, uh, it's it's a it's a like it or hate it style in general. Is it's it the bit style? Though. Is it the bitterness <laughs> that that you like? In your experience, what has it been that? that's kind of turned people off from IPAs. You know, we usually go on about what people really like about IPAs. In, in your experience, what is it that that's the opposite of that that kind of keeps people away? I mean, hops are a, definitely a dividing point with beer drinkers. You know, you, you sample beers with people, um, and, you know, it's like I always start with that. Like, do you like hoppy beer or do you like not hoppy beer? You know, because that's really where the dividing line is you know right and it's the bitterness is part of it even just the flavors of hops like some people just don't don't like that much flavor in their beer you know um and 
yeah, it, you just it's just kind of a dividing line. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's one of those things. You, it, I I don't know anybody who kind of likes them. There's either I love them or I hate them. Right. <laughs> and uh, and this is one I, I really love. It it's it's got a lot of that. I like a lot of the citrus notes. Uh, I my dad is more on the pine side. He loves like he wants to drink a pine tree. Yeah, like you torpedo know. from yeah. Sierra Nevada. Oh yeah, yeah. no, absolutely <laughs> stuff like that. <clears throat> That's you know, but that goes to show you like the the wide swath of IPAs that are out there and profiles is there's don't write off a whole style because you don't like one beer. Right. And uh, this is something I if if you're if you're listening to this and you don't like IPAs, come out to Saucy Brew and get an IPA ASAP because I think this is one that it makes everybody happy. It makes the beer nerds happy. It makes the the new people to craft happy. And I feel like a lot of people coming into craft are coming from not necessarily macro these days. They're coming from like spirits or like wine or something like that. And there's, it's such a big shift. It, it, would you say that? What, what's been your experience, actually? Like where are craft drinkers coming yeah, from? Yeah, like where in, in your experience. Do you think there, people are coming in from like macro or do you think people are coming in from like the wine spirit side of things? Um, you know, that's a good question. I don't know that... I'm not sure that I've paid a whole lot of attention to where people are coming into the category from, other than, you know, the lo- being a local brand is always a big thing for that's us, you know. Thing, yeah. um, supporting a local business, you know, that kind of thing. Um, you know, and people want to try new things, you know. Like, there's always that... that always the need for for wanting to try new things so you know if it's a brewery you'd never heard of you know you want to pick up their ipa uh i think you know as an industry one of the big things that in 2019 i think we need to kind of really figure out is because spirits are such a big big part of the industry right now is how to how to bring them into this side of things too uh no it's an interesting perspective you know i mean they have different things to offer for sure you know and you know, carbonation and bitterness, and like in hops and things like that, I think can make make or break it for people. Right. You know? But that's you know that's a big thing with like the the hard seltzers are a big thing right now. Sure. You know, it seems like everybody's bringing out a hard seltzer now, and I and, you know, it seems to be like that. That's kind of the market they're trying to trying to really um, like cater to in a way. Uh, well, there's a know. lot of lot of craft breweries getting into the seltzer game. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And it, you know, there's there's a lot of cases being sold of that that product out there, and it's not just been seasonal. So there's a lot right. of people who are looking at it, going, "Wow, I mean, this maybe we should thing. try this." It's a, kind of got that broad appeal, and uh, yeah, you know, there's you know, there's some people. It's again, I don't I don't normally like seltzer. I I don't I can do carbonated soda, but when I get into seltzer, I just don't like it. But it's one of those things where you got to just find the right one for you. Yeah. Um, you know, and, it, and it's, you know, it's a nice, fresh, easy thing to drink, you know? Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, going back to the, uh, the, the ASAP. So evolving a beer, what was, what was the idea behind that going, changing the profile? Was it just feedback from customers um, you know, because you hear a lot of people, they put out a beer. This is the recipe. It's not going to change. You like it. You hate it. I, that is what it is. Why did you guys decide to kind of 
say, hey, like, okay, let's maybe change things up a little bit? Yeah, I mean, a lot of feedback from from customers being the biggest part. You know, we want to we want to make a beer that's going to be drinkable by more than just a handful of people. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and our, this market in general, like English style beers, just outside of porters you know i don't know right, there's right. not really a whole lot of places that want there are selling them well so no absolutely um, so we wanted to adjust and uh you know talking to the brewers about it you know it's a it's a little bit of a mash between you know the east coast and west coast styles mm-hmm. it's not quite doesn't quite fit into one of them distinctly right. um, it's got a nice you know? haze to it too it's not 100 yeah. percent crystal clear it's got it's got a nice clarity to it, but without being 100% right. clear. So, yeah, I and mean, we use uh, an English yeast strain um, that gives it, you know, English yeast strains are just well known for not settling out of beer very well. Okay. Um, they, that's uh, flocculation, it's called, but uh, so that's that's where a lot of that haziness comes from. Okay, yeah, that's, you know, I get a lot of questions about that. It's like how, like, what differentiates, and we'll get into that a little bit more next week because uh, we have the, uh, the, the uh, Love You Buy uh, that we'll be getting into. Um, but it's, you know, the IPAs, it's, it's for someone like me, I come into a new brewery. The first thing I try is an IPA. Cause I know if you make a good IPA, you can make anything good pretty much. Well, that's, I would argue that. Okay. Well, <laughs> what, like, well, what, would, what, what would you say would be a good style to come in and for maybe go personally me, uh, the Pilsners or the Kolsch's, you know, right. those, those light blonde ales, you know, things those like are that. Hard, those are hard beers to make. Yeah. And that's, you know, I, I try those first normally and then I'll go okay. to IPAs. Cause uh, I mean, there is a skill that, to make a solid IPA, you know, it's not something that just everybody can do well, you know, I, I, <laughs> and it takes I've time. talked on here a number of times about how I don't have the patience yeah. <laughs> to get into that side of things, you know, I've brewed a couple batches here and there just in a plastic bucket, but yeah, <laughs> to, to do it on the, on, on the scale that you guys do and have the kind of patience to, to be able to do that. Nah, just I, just, yeah. <laughs> I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. Uh, but you know, it, it's the most popular style out there. IPAs, you know, it, it sells it's like exponentially. It's about 40% of the craft beer market Yeah, is, is IPAs and yep. You need to stand out in in that market, and I feel like your guys is, does a really good job of standing out. And I think it's a lot of those same reasons that you went into. Sure, sure. Uh, you know, it's not; it doesn't fit into one or the other. It's kind of like a nice amalgamation of both. Right, right. Um, nice, nice balance of the malt, um, but still has a nice moderate bitter finish to it. Yeah, there's um, you know, there's a lot of people who don't feel that malt flavors necessarily belong in an IPA. I like a nice malt backbone on my IPAs. Right. Um, the hops should dominate for hops sure. Should dominate 100%. But there needs to be balance. That's the, the key to mm-hmm. solid drinkable beers is balance. If know? only Thanos was making our beers. <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly balanced beer. Uh, that would weird reference I just made to Infinity War. Um, but no, anything uh, that I, I might have forgotten about the, the ASAP. Yeah, so... Um, I mean, it is it is kind of like I said, a kind of a mashup of the East and West Coast styles, um, but it it does have a, a like a bright citrusy backbone or, or hop backbone to it, yeah. um, with a lot of the grapefruit flavors. Um, we do and a little bit of a pine on the finish, you know. So yeah. so we do have um, we have Chinook as one of the bittering hops. Okay. Uh, we use Mosaic, uh, Centennial, Idaho Seven. Oh, nice. So Idaho Seven's 
a variety you don't hear of in a lot of yeah, cases. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Uh, but it adds, it's it's in that mosaic family of hops where it gives a lot of like a a fruity note to it, but still leans citrus, you know? Yeah. Um, so it, it gives it a, a complexity that's not just, you know, bitter citrus beers. So. Right. No, this is, uh, this is a really nice IPA. Definitely worth coming down here and checking out at Saucy Brew. Um, thank you, Dan, for your time. Uh, anything else that you wanted to get out about it? No. All right. I just want to make sure. Uh, <laughs> thank you again uh, for your time and tune in next week as we uh, cover the I Love You or the I Love. Sorry. I keep saying I in front of it. The just Love You Bye. Love You Bye. I keep wanting yep. to say that. <laughs> I don't know why. But uh, tune in next week as we cover Love You Bye. <laughs>